A reading from Matthew 28, 11-15. While the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and reported to the chief priests everything that had happened. When the chief priests had met with the elders and devised a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money, telling them, You are to say, His disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were asleep. If this report gets to the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. And this story has been widely circulated among the Jews to this very day. Apparently plan A didn't work, so they're going to go to plan B. And one little tiny aside uh, they give him a sum. They give the soldiers a sum of money, and it just occurred to me when I was reading this: this might be the money that Judas threw back at them. Hmm. So they're 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 saving some money here by using it a second time. But here they here we have the the response to the extraordinary. Uh, the the priests are con- consistent. They're trying to discredit Christ in any way they can. And now they're going to pay off the silence, somebody that could have been a witness to the resurrection. They, they, they want to keep this under wraps because it's dangerous for them. They're going to lose power. I mean, this has been the, the back text of what we've been seeing in Jesus' interaction with all of the religious leaders is they've set up a system where they control the power. And they're going to do anything to hold on to that power. They're not really interested in truth. They're not really interested in God's kingdom. It's protecting. It's clutching to the, the little bit of control that they've created for their life. And uh, it takes them to this um, place of now cooperating with the Romans uh, completely uh, to guard their power. There's also the go theme here because this, the, when the, the soldiers see what has happened, they go to the priests. But it's, it's kind of a counterpoint to the going of uh, the women or the going of Peter. Uh, they're going actually to try to subvert uh, uh, God's plan uh, rather than, than, than um, trying to become part of it. Well, they're, gonna, they're in serious <clears throat> trouble. I mean... Here you are as soldiers, and um, you haven't fulfilled your task. They need to come up with a reason, too. Uh, they're going to come under the gun for this. And so uh, two lost groups, uh, religious leaders and, and uh, failed soldiers, come together and try to come up with a way to preserve their own lives. It's funny uh, how we think that just because we uh, live in this short slice of time, that there is something very new about trying to discredit Christ and the resurrection story. Uh, it starts at the very beginning. It starts during his life. Uh, the attempt to discredit Christ is th- going throughout the narrative. And here it, it has a urgency to it, but it continues on as a counterpoint to uh, the apostles and the disciples going out into the world and proclaiming Christ. Uh, they're proclaiming he's a fraud. And that goes on to this very day. Uh, and we're surprised by it. I don't know why we should be. It's, it's all part of the declaration that Jesus would be a stumbling stone uh, for people. Uh, for some, he's a perfume of life. For others, he's a perfume of death.